Hello, you're welcome to the Uncommon Woman Conference 2021, themed Audacious, Living Fearless. The message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Jesus House. God bless and enjoy the message. Women, great, great to see you. It's so exciting to be back recording the Uncommon Woman Conference after one year of not being able to do it. And yeah, it's great to be here. So um, my name is Zaina Kundare. My claim to fame is that I'm a child of God. But um, apart from that, I head the counseling unit. And I've got my dear friend, my sister, Kay Lawrence here with us today and we're going to be talking about mental well-being but first of all I'm going to let you tell us a little bit about yourself Kay. Thank you it's lovely to see you and thank you for the invitation to be here. Um, So my name's Kay Lawrence I'm a counsellor, psychotherapist, clinical supervisor and I work in private practice but also I help churches and charities set up Mm -hmm. their own practices, mm-hmm. um, reaching out to all sorts of people, both within secular and within faith-based communities. Great, great. It's good to really have you. I mean, it sounds like you're really out there, isn't it, in terms of everything that's going on. Yeah. I mean, I can speak for myself that in 17 years of counselling, I don't think I've ever worked so hard. Yeah. I, I, I'm suffering from, I don't know whether I'd call it Zoom-phobia or, yeah. you know, just being out there all the time. Mm. But how's it been for you, Kay? It's been incredibly busy mm-hmm. and, and challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing is that the technology is quite challenging, mm-hmm. not to be doing this and being with someone and doing it over a screen or over a telephone. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of breaks some of the intimacy yeah. and, and some of the the kind of vibes that go mm-hmm. on with us mm-hmm. um, as we take that healing journey. However, for the clients themselves, it's been really challenging. Yes. And that's been like a pendulum on the one hand there are people who are quite relieved that they don't have to go out Mm -hmm. that it kind of suits their character the more introverted person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is enjoying to some extent being separate Uh, and the fear there is about lockdown being over yeah and yet on the other side of the pendulum we have people who are desperately lonely, desperately isolated, and kind of old patterns and thoughts and worries coming back. Yes. About aloneness, about the future. Mm -hmm. It's it's so true. I I, I hear a lot of people worrying about the future, worrying, you know, what does normal life, what will normal life look like going forward? Yeah. You know, I hear people saying things like, I've lost one year of my life. Yeah. And you, you have to keep reminding them that, We've all lost one year. It's not just Mm. you, Mm. you know, life keeps going on. Mm. But um, I guess in terms of of where we find ourselves, in terms of this pandemic, how's it been, you know, what kind of things have you experienced as a therapist? As a therapist, yeah. Yeah, just just real fear about not having any control. Because as a as a nation, as a people, we are powerless. Absolutely, absolutely powerless over this. Mm-hmm. And the joy of working with people with faith is that we can remind them that there's somebody who is all powerful. The challenge comes within the secular sense, mm-hmm. where you know we can't draw on our faith mm-hmm. 
explicitly. Mm -hmm. And so keeping hope alive, encouraging people, mm. helping them to look at what they are in control of, whether that's about exercise or making contact with people or drawing on other services. Mm -hmm. The um, Association of Christian Counselors very early set up a, a service for health workers where they could access telephone counselling. Mm -hmm. So for the frontline workers, there's, there's that immediate need. Mm -hmm. But also for us as the public, we also need tips and tricks True. on how to, how to survive this mm -hmm. and how to thrive. Some people I've just found it so inspiring that they've moved into sort of gratitude yes. and looking at all the things that they yes. can be grateful for yes. and, you know, in counting their blessings, mm -hmm. they've actually come to realize just what a great mm -hmm. position mm -hmm. they were in, whether that's spiritually or emotionally or even materially. Yeah. yeah. I found that, you know, this the whole gratitude, you know, being grateful, mm. being intentionally grateful mm. has been so helpful for so yeah. many people yeah. because it, you know, it helps you look at the positives in your life and to remember yeah. that it's not all out of control. It's not, yeah. you know, we have a father who is actually in control, Completely. believe it or not. And, and being grateful, I think, just as you said, just brings up that hope in yeah. each and every one of us. Um, I think I remember you said something also about, you know, people being, you know, having a chance to think about things that ordinarily they wouldn't think about yeah. during this lockdown. How, have, how, how has that been? How? Well, it, in a sense, it's been a real blessing because mm -hmm. it's given, it's sort of turned off all the noise from yeah. the outside. Yeah. And then we can look at the noise on the inside. Mm -hmm and people have been reflecting mm -hmm. about relationships, about choices they've made, mm -hmm. um, about just where they see themselves in relation to, to their life and to their hopes and dreams. Mm -hmm. And in some way, this has inspired people to, to, to really look at what is it I want. Yeah. And yet again, on the other hand, it's really stifled some yeah. people. Yeah. And we're all in the same boat. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely correct. I've, I've, I've had conversations with people who are, you know, who are maybe regretting choices they've made, mm. who are, you know, have become introspective with the mm. noise. You can sort of block out reality yeah. and sort of hide behind all the noise. And then mm. now you find yourself on your own being faced with the reality of mm. your life. And it's been quite difficult for quite a few people. Absolutely. Say that? Yeah. yeah, especially people who perhaps live on their own or they live in a, a, a small dwelling that doesn't mm -hmm. have any outside space, mm -hmm. um, who are generally shy and so going out on their own doing exercise wouldn't suit them. Mm -hmm. So I've also tried to, and I'm sure you have too, find what would suit that person specifically. Exactly. Because we all have different needs mm -hmm. and different ways of meeting mm -hmm. those needs. Mm -hmm. You're, yeah. you're so right. I know I've been encouraging people to reach out. Yes, yes me too. we're tired of doing everything on the phone. We're tired of, you know, addressing, you know, relating to people mm. through a screen. But we have to keep we have to keep that communication yes. going. We have to keep that those bonds going. Yeah. So, yes, I've been encouraging people, you know, with, you know, saying things like, you know, when you think about somebody, just give them a call, send yeah. them a text, fire them off a message, yeah. just to let them know that you're, you're thinking about them. Yes. And it, it helps you to stop thinking 
all about yourself and Completely. to think about you know other people yeah um, yeah and i'm glad you said that about thinking of yourself you mm -hmm. know I, I hear many people almost complain that nobody's calling them or mm -hmm. and and like you i say well come on let's turn that around mm -hmm. how about you you act mm -hmm. you make the action you send that text or mm -hmm. uh, offer that walk or or whatever it is mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not to be I mean, it's easy to be self-centered in mm -hmm. this because obviously we're feeling our pain yeah, quite yeah, acutely yeah, in some cases. Yeah. And, and, and all the old rejections that have been, you know, gathered over the yeah. years, now they're sort of, they've, they've got a voice yeah. when one's all alone. Completely. Um, and again, you know, when, in the event that you did, you know, have a conversation with somebody who is, has stored up a lot of rejection, mm. unforgiveness, that sort of thing. What would you, you know, I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, no, or, no. you know, as well as it as you can, yeah. given that you know, you know, observing people's confidentiality. What sort of things would you tell them that would help them, or how could you help them? Yeah, um, absolutely, giving the space for mm -hmm. whatever's going on to be brought out to mm -hmm. be brought into the light because mm -hmm. once it's in the light we can do something with it um, so really encouraging that mm -hmm. also looking at ways in which a person can process that both with me and without me mm -hmm. so how can they is this about keeping a journal is mm -hmm. this about looking at scripture mm -hmm. Do we look at this from a spiritual perspective, how the unforgiveness or the resentment is actually poisoning mm -hmm. the person who's feeling it? Mm -hmm. um, do we look at prayer requests? You know, mm -hmm. if you don't want to let go, then let's pray that you get the will to mm -hmm. want to let go. Let's start mm -hmm. from where you are. Yeah and acknowledge that it's a process. Mm -hmm. It's not uh, sort of some quick, answer yes i think i think that's another thing that you've touched on that i find quite important you know people come to a therapist and they kind of imagine that it's a it's a quick fix mm. you know, it's almost like someone's going to flick a switch or press a button yeah. and everything's going to be okay straight away mm. but it's nice to it's nice for me to hear from you also that reminder that it's a process it takes time yeah. you know and it, it is a bit of work but you know we can get there in the end yeah and I, I often say to people, you know, when are we ever going to get an opportunity like this again? True. I know that sounds a bit crazy <laughs> that this is an opportunity, but we can certainly see it in that way. Yes. And if we, we, if we take hold of it in that way, mm -hmm. then I think we can do some really good work. Yeah, yeah. That's, so, that's what, you know, it's so true. And I mean, just as I, I know we're sort of running out of time, but I just wanted us to you know, to talk about things that could actually help people, things mm. that people could actually do. Mm. You spoke about um, gratitude, and mm. I, I know that there have been some very interesting journals for sale at the moment where you can actually, or I think like they're like mindfulness journals yeah. where you can actually be in the here and now. They yeah. ask you, how has your day been? What, you know, reflect on, on your day. Do you think those kind of journals help? And what are the kind of things do you think people can do to just get them through every mm. day? Mm. Well, certainly I would always suggest prayer, True. time of mm -hmm. quiet mm -hmm. meditation with mm -hmm. the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, again, uh, looking at what am I in control of? Yes. 
aspects of my life do I feel mm -hmm. that I can still participate in mm -hmm. and have choices? Mm -hmm. And not to focus on the powerlessness, not to focus on, oh, when's this all going to finish? What's mm -hmm. going to happen to my job? What's all the unknowns? Mm -hmm. not, not to look at those, but to look at the knowns. Mm -hmm. What do you know? What mm -hmm. do you know works for you? Mm -hmm. Let's look at some kind of diary for the yeah. week maybe what what which days do you want to go out for that walk mm -hmm. when do you want to stick your head out the window and just hear the birdies and look at the, mm -hmm. the trees and we're looking out but in the things that we can control mm -hmm. not the things we can't mm -hmm. and also gen to generate hope let's start to make some plans Absolutely. and they don't have to be big plans mm -hmm. it might just be you know when when lockdown's over and i i can go out i really want to visit my friend who mm -hmm. who lives in birmingham yeah it doesn't have to be all right i've got to come up with this great idea and start this new company and yeah just yeah. small things small things small steps small steps yeah and I know a lot of people, there are a few people who are actually getting very anxious yeah. about the thought of going out. Yes. And, you know, I'm wondering, how can we prepare ourselves to begin to, you know, I, I was saying I had a funny dream where I, I, I found that I was on a train and I was, I was very, it was a very short dream, you know, like mm. five minutes. And I, I woke up in a bit of panic. And I thought, what was all that about? And I realized I'm going to be sitting in a room talking to somebody I haven't seen for months without wearing a mask. So just to put that out there into the world, how, how do you think we can start helping ourselves, preparing for yeah. getting back to normal again? Well, what you've just done for a start in sharing it, you know, and then we, we can relate, we, mm -hmm. can, we can talk about that, we can empathize. Mm -hmm. And then we have a sort of common experience. True. I think for people who are literally frightened, kind of physically frightened of, of going out again, it would be good to choose someone you feel safe with, who mm -hmm. perhaps you could make those first steps with. Mm -hmm. Make them small. Don't yeah. run and get on the Piccadilly line at 8 a.m. on a Monday <laughs> morning. You know, start small, mm -hmm. just, just baby steps, a day at a time. Um, perhaps if you've been doing sort of internet grocery shopping, perhaps you gently take yourself to a shop that you know is big and you can kind of move around mm -hmm. in safely. Mm -hmm. Just gentle steps towards, towards those things. Yeah. And, and to just let, let the Lord guide you. He yeah. knows. Yeah. He knows what works for you mm -hmm. better than you do, better mm -hmm. than I do. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. I think, you know, I think this conversation would be incomplete if we didn't talk about the losses that people mm. have suffered. You know, mm. so many people have lost loved ones. Mm. So many people have, um, you know, and, and lost loved ones in a very, not very nice way, no. you know, where, you know, you lose someone very close to you and you can't even be there with them. Yeah. Um, how can we support people? What, what, yeah. yeah. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, people have lost others, loved ones in, in very cruel circumstances. Mm -hmm. And we need to process that through a grieving, a grieving lens, mm -hmm. but also to, to look at letting go of the, the kind of the trauma of that, because it is traumatic. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, I can't imagine having a loved one in hospital and not being allowed yeah. to go and pray for them or touch mm -hmm. them or kiss them or... It's really traumatic. Mm -hmm. And so again, we, we work with that through the lens of healing a trauma and, and grieving. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's difficult. It it's is. Difficult. It is. This, this, I don't think anything in our lives ever prepared us for, for, for what we're going through. No. But, you know, as a friend of mine says, every day brings us one day closer to the end of, the, of, of all of this. Amen. And so we just have to be hopeful. We just mm. have to, you know, we, we, we are so fortunate, as you say, we people of faith. Mm. We have a father who knows and cares about us yeah. very much. And we're safe in him. Yeah. So, yes, what, what would be a message of hope? What, would, what message of hope would you want to put out there to everybody, well, to all our lovely ladies? Well, a couple of things, really. One is um, I was reminded of Psalm 91, where the Lord promises mm. to, to mm. rescue, to deliver us from mm -hmm. the fowler's snare and from deadly pestilence. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this, for me, this is what this is. Mm -hmm. And so there are promises of deliverance. Um, you know what, this can take away our, our jobs, our um, well-being, if we allow it. It can take away a lot from us, mm -hmm. but it can't take our salvation. Yeah. It cannot. Mm -hmm. There is nothing mm -hmm. that can come between us and the love of God and our salvation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's the prize. That's the prize. Yeah. We will come out of this. This is not our forever. This will end yeah. and a new season will begin. Yeah. And we must encourage each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's my feeling. Yeah, that's my feeling too, that you know, everything that we're experiencing now that we've never experienced before, as you say, is coming to an end. And it, it's great that even now we can actually see it. It's actually, yeah. it's actually beginning to happen. We've got a roadmap yeah. and we're just believing God that everything will stay on track. And, yeah. you know, by God's grace, we will be able to, you know, yeah. be able to come out of this. So um, I don't know if you'd just like to say a word of prayer for oh, us. Oh, I'd love to. Round this off. Thank you so much. Thank you for the privilege to pray with you. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you that our salvation is secure in you. We thank you, Lord, that you will deliver us, all of us, both those who know you and those who don't. Lord, we lift up the pain and hurt of all those who are grieving right now. And we pray, Jesus, that your Holy Spirit would comfort them. Lord, we pray that where forgiveness is needed, people would draw on your love and grace and mercy and ask you, Lord, to help them, to help them to let go and to forgive. Lord, for those who are feeling lonely or isolated, I pray, Jesus, that they would call out to you and in that moment, Lord, they would feel you and see you and know you. Jesus, thank you that people are calling out to you. And Lord, you promise that all things work together for good. Not some, not very little, but all. So even this, Lord, we know will work together for good for those who are in you, Lord. And we thank you, Jesus. We thank you so much 
all the pain and all the hurt and all the loss will grow to become testimonies, Lord, that will glorify your name. Jesus, keep us mindful of our neighbors, of people we know, of people we don't know. Make us good ambassadors, Lord, for you. And help us, Lord, to emanate your love for the whole of mankind as we move into freedom. And thank you, Jesus, that you came to set the captives free. So Jesus, bless this place, bless this conference, bless every lady who is, who is participating, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 It's lovely to see you. It has been. It's been wonderful chatting with you, Kay. Me too. Hopefully we'll be able to catch a coffee and do this properly. That'd be lovely. But thank you very much, ladies. Hope you've enjoyed the message. If you want more information, please log on to our website at uncommonwomanconference.co.uk. God bless you.